Who are the people in your life who have been examples of faith to you? What do you think right now? Who have you looked to to inspire faith in you? What evidence do you have in their life that has inspired faith in you? What is it about them? Think about details. What have you seen? What have you heard? We could maybe take a just a thirty thousand feet look at, at why we're here and take a look at faith. Our second reading says this Faith is evidence of things not seen. What is faith? Faith is to believe and to trust in things that we cannot see. To have faith in God. To have faith that there is an all-powerful being that created, that sustains the world, that sustains you, that sustains me, that is beyond me, that I live and move and have my being in and with. To place my faith and my trust and my hope The reason I believe is because of people who have gone before me. My grandparents, my parents, I've watched them. I've looked at their life. Especially in difficult times, they have prayed, they have asked God for help. And I've seen God provide for them. I've seen them suffer and I've watched some of them die. Watch them die in professing faith, in trust, that as they breathe their last, that this God is going to be on the other side, welcoming them into another life, another reality. And if they can do it, then I can do it. I read about saints, people who have given up everything, who have given up their livelihood, their fortune, who have given up maybe their own pursuits, their own interest, to serve a God they cannot see in faith that he is real and that he's going to provide for them. And amazing things happen. Miracles happen. Supernatural things happen. Things happen that only a God who exists could provide as they lean into faith. Our second reading talks about our father in faith, right? A father begets. Father Abraham is the father in faith. And so Abraham, it says, obeyed God and 
he followed God, and God gave Abraham a promise that he would be a father to many nations, um, as many as the stars in the sky. And Abraham was beyond childbearing age. His wife, Sarah, was beyond childbearing age. But yet God gave Abraham Isaac. And if you read the Bible and you read the whole passage, it's, um, it's an invitation of Abraham to go out into the desert, to go into, to seek a land that he doesn't know is going to be there. God says, go and I will give you a land flowing with milk and honey. He can't see it. He doesn't know it's there, but he chooses in faith to go out into the desert. He has his son Isaac, and at one point God says, I want you to give your son back to me, to sacrifice him. Abraham doesn't know how it's going to happen, but he just follows in obedience, trusting that if God gave him to me, he can give him to me back. Faith is the belief in what is unseen. Our future is unseen. We don't know what's going to happen in our future. We don't know what's coming. We don't know how healthy we're going to be, how unhealthy we're going to be. We don't know what's going to happen, but so often how we want to control and to manipulate and to be in control of our future. But faith challenges us to trust That God is going before us, that God is trustworthy, that God is going to make a way. It's interesting um, if you just pay attention, if you read anything um, about faith studies, you know, and we've talked about this, that um, atheists, the practice of atheism, if that can be a practice, people who don't believe or at least profess to not believe that there is a God, is increasing in our country. So in other words, people who say there is no God, the percentage of people is increasing in the United States. Wonder why that is. You know that there's a, a movement or at least the voice that says we need to stop putting in God we trust, in God we have faith, we need to stop doing that. In other words, we need to be more and more of a country that trusts in our own self, in our own ability, in our own possibility. Placing our future in our own hands. And I wonder, I have to think that as young people are coming up, and the, the statistics are it's more younger people who are professed atheists. As young people are coming up, I wonder if more and more of them are doubting that there is a God because they are losing trust in the people in their own life. You see, it's easy for me to trust that there's a God because I trust my grandparents. It's easy for me to trust that there's a God because I trust my parents. They are trustworthy, and I see them have faith, and so it's easy for me to trust in God. They haven't really broken my trust. But if I'm called to believe in a God I cannot see, I can't touch, how can I do that when it's hard for me to even trust people that I can see, that I can touch, people who have broken my trust And because of that, I would propose that if you want to help people trust in God, 
well then you become a trustworthy person. You become a person of integrity. You become a person that what you say is what you do and what you do is what you say. That people can see you and they can see a person who trusts and has faith in God. A lot of people say, well, I have faith in God, but I'm, I'm just a quiet believer. I'm a silent believer. People will hopefully just see my actions. Well, we live in a world where we need to both be people of practice and of word. My grandparents talked about God. They talked about their faith. They talked about placing their trust in the Lord. And I just wonder sometimes if our children and our grandchildren are looking at us and they just see a people who trust more in their IRA, their 501, 401k, their savings account. They trust more in their ability to build a business to sustain their family. They trust more in their ability to think and to reason and to solve their own problems with their own ability and science. I wonder if young people look at us, our generation, and see a people and hear a people that actually trust in God. It's one thing to come to church, but it's another thing to actually live as if I am placing my life in the hands of God. When things don't go our way, do we still trust in God? When our family members get sick, do we ask God for help? Do we pray and ask God's blessing upon them? And when they die, do we still turn to God? You see, our scripture, second reading, holds up Abraham, the father of faith. God says, Abraham, you will be a father of many nations. And Abraham says, I, I don't even have a child. How can that be? But I trust and I believe. Go out in the desert. I'm going to give you a land filled with milk and honey. I don't know. I can't see it, but I'm going to go out there. God gives him a son. And he asks him to sacrifice it. Lord, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I'm going to give you whatever you want because I have faith and I trust. Abraham was willing to place his trust, and his children and his grandchildren saw that, and they had faith. See, he was the father of faith. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Israel, the nation of Israel, the chosen people, a royal race. Jesus came from that, that lineage. And we're here now, 2,000 years from now, from Jesus. So if I would be giving this same talk 30, 40, 50 years from now, and I would be talking to your grandchildren, would they think of you when I would ask the question, who are models of faith to you? Would they think of Papa or Mama? Would they have evidence in your life so that they would say, this is why I believe. Because this is what they did. This is what they said. This is the reality. When we're growing up, we look around. And our faith is stirred by the people in our life. Well, you are probably the people in your children and grandchildren's life who will stir faith in them. Will you foster that faith by the way that you live? By the way that you trust in God? both in action and in word? Or will they see a person who doesn't really trust, 
who doesn't really put faith in God. Their pursuits are worldly. Their talk is worldly. Faith is a belief in what is unseen. Let us not wait till our deathbed to exercise our faith. Please know that the people sitting around you, your children, especially your grandchildren, are looking for people who actually believe. They're asking, does God exist? Is all of this stuff real? Perhaps they're looking to you to prove to them that it is real by your words and actions. If you struggle with faith, please pray for the gift of faith. Lord, increase my faith. Increase my ability to trust in you and not the things of this world. May Abraham, our father in faith, pray for us, interceding for us. May Jesus and all the saints who have gone before us be images and models of faith. May we be a people of faith that pass on to the next generation the gift of faith so that faith may increase.